You are listening to the Autumn of Pit Podcast. Happy 2020 oddballs. Yeah. Welcome to the Odd and Offbeat podcast. This is our first episode of the new year. Yeah, I'm excited. The man right there who is excited is the captivating Louis Fox. That's right. I have three captives in my basement. <laughs> and why were they held captive? <laughs> Needed some work done around the house. <laughs> Day laborers. Yeah. You're like, I don't need, I, I don't want you to leave. Yeah. Yeah. You know, how much is it for you just to stay the evening? Yeah, I just need company. <laughs> Uh, so how how you feeling here in 2020, Louis Fox? 2020 is amazing. I just got an email from a guy I met in November. Uh-huh. Uh, so wow, is that... <laughs> whoa! Mind blown! So I was trespassing <laughs> on, cover, on, like, closed government land, uh-huh. going through um, my, uh, old mines. Uh-huh. And this guy comes running out, and he's like, I'm with the Bureau of Land Management. Get the hell out I'm of here. the Bureau of Mines. Yeah. So then he... I started talking to him and he ended up giving me a tour and we took, <laughs> we took some pictures and he's like, Hey, send me those pictures. And he gives me his card. Uh-huh. I'm like, okay. So I send him the pictures, radio silence. Yeah. Then- you, that's entrapment, dude. <laughs> he's like, you just sent him evidence of you breaking the law. No. And then he's like, Oh, I've been busy. Thanks. Sweet. Uh-huh. Oh, he's that's like, what he said. Yeah. Uh-huh. After I submitted your photos <laughs> to the federal bureau of investigations. In my defense, there were no no trespassing signs. So legally, I could do what I did. Uh-huh. They can't bust me. But, yeah. But he can tell me to get... Did dig. you dig up any landmines? No, no, like mines, not landmines. Oh, like... <laughs> like oh, gold like, mines. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> I made my own tour of the landmine area. I just went to Vietnam, was kicking it, you know, as, as I do. <laughs> so, okay, and so he got back to you? Yeah. Was he appreciative of the photos? Yeah. Oh, that's He's like nice. they're going in the, in the BLM newsletter. I'm like, Our first visitor in the last five years <laughs> see we're making a difference <laughs> that's awesome yeah so how are you doing doing good man uh 2020 is feeling good erica and i uh we went to a fertility clinic Ooh, yeah working on the lawn yeah yeah we're <laughs> getting we're getting some, some new sod <laughs> trying to get some sweet kentucky hay <laughs> kentucky green yeah some kentucky green <laughs> Uh, yeah, we're just, it's sort of exploratory. I, you know, we're getting up there. We're oh, nearing our 40s and yep. we're sort of, we're deciding uh, if that's something we want to do. And we're, so we went to get no, all tested out. Oh, oh, to have a kid, not just go to the fertility clinic to burn your no, insurance. I just, yeah, yeah, I just went on a tour, just checking it out. I'm like, what will my insurance pay for? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing all of that. <laughs> it's expensive, man. Like hearing the numbers and stuff, mm-hmm. like, 30 grand just to like get like genetic testing and all that sort uh-huh. of stuff. It's crazy, man. And does insurance cover most of that? All of it. What? Yeah, because yeah, she has a very lucrative job. Ah. And uh, I'm like, health insurance, what the hell is that? Yeah. To get genetic testing, I've had to go to like the Home Depot <laughs> and like have, you know, go in the back where they chop wood. And there's always, <laughs> on Mondays and Fridays, there's an old lady that like will draw your blood. And... <laughs> she'll, she'll read your tea leaves <laughs> and be like, you are predisposed to leukemia <laughs> and theft. And the Black Plague. <laughs> oh, but uh, yeah, it's sort of, it's sort of, some, it's probably the most adult shit I've ever done in my life yeah it was like wow this is like some adult shit and then i started thinking 
do I want to have a kid with someone who listens to country music? Yeah. It's scary. It's yeah, scary. every now and then you text me the name of a song that she's listening to. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I thought that might come back in her genetic testing, <laughs> predisposed to listening to country music. Yeah, that's your uh, X, X17 chromosome. <laughs> You're like, can we turn that one off? <laughs> Uh, so I'm still weighing back on my uh, genetic testing. Okay. So we'll see what happens. Now, did you ever do that poop test? No, not yet. It's still sitting in well, the... Uh... <laughs> taking the poop test. Well, because you got to poop and then you got you to gotta scoop out part of your poop. It's just, it seems labor intensive. <laughs> you know, I'm hoping, to, I'm hoping that they'll offer it at the Home Depot sooner or later. <laughs> And then I don't have to do it. Just get the day laborer to do it. <laughs> get the people you've held captive. <laughs> oh, I got I, three dudes that can scoop your right, poop. All right. All right. I'm into it. Well, uh, let's get to the stories. Let's do it. All right. Now it's time for some weird news. This story comes from metro.co.uk. That's a news source more reliable than a dentist with a foot fetish. Why can't a dentist have a foot fetish? You're like, you gotta keep your tension up north, not down south. Yeah, but can't they have it later in the day? Like, you know, <laughs> it's an when afternoon foot yeah, fetish. <laughs> you know, when they, you know, decompress after looking at people's mouths all day, they want to look in between that's the, a, the toes. That's why I put your feet up in the air. So you're saying if you have a foot fetish, you shouldn't be a dentist. You should be like a foot masseuse or yeah, a, a pediatrician. Yeah, pediatrician. <laughs> you should work okay. at Foot Locker. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. I I I follow you. I want someone with a bit. mat with a tooth fetish. Uh, okay, gotcha. I've never heard of that, but I'm sure it exists. So this specific story is about a tooth, and it says man's blocked nose was caused by tooth growing in his nostril. That's crazy. The only thing my nose grows is boogers, hairs, and aversion to Axe body spray. (laughs) Nice. A man who went to hospital with a blocked nose was shocked to discover it'd been caused by a tooth growing in his nostril. That is so crazy. Like, you pick your nose and your nose bites you. (laughs) Yeah, right? Zang. You get a filling up there. (laughs) (laughs) He has to floss up there. Have to get special nostril floss. He gets a root canal over there. <laughs> Zhang Binsheng, 30, decided to seek medical attention after struggling to breathe out of his nose for three months, Chinese media reports. Of course, this is in China. Yep. Right? His- and where dental care is at an all-time high. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that Chinese dental care is so bad, the tooth is trying to escape into a different location. <laughs> I'm going to North Nostril. <laughs> He told medics he had been struggling... Still still owned by China, according to them. (laughs) He told medics he had been struggling to sleep at night and also had a constant smell of decay in his nostril. The doctor was like, that's just your B.O. Yeah, the struggling of sleep at night, not because I couldn't breathe, it's because I kept having those nightmares about those chattering teeth. (laughs) They advised him to undergo an x-ray in which they spotted a shadow of high-density at the back of his nasal cavity. I like how no one's like, oh, that's your brain being smart. <laughs> oh, man. It's crazy that the tooth was in his nose and it was decaying, right? Like, Because yep. you can't brush up there. I, oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, you're right. You know, you're like snorting, uh, you're snorting mouthwash. <laughs> 
<laughs> you get your neti pot with mouthwash. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that works. Mr. Zhang was then left stunned when medics explained they believed it to be his own long missing tooth. They got reunited on dentistry.com. <laughs> yeah, right. His long missing tooth. It's like he puts out those ads like, have you seen? <laughs> it's, it's on a milk carton. <laughs> it's on the side of a milk carton. <laughs> like, where you were under my nose this whole time. <laughs> I love you. He was stunned when medics explained. They're like, okay, are you sitting down? It could be one of three things. It could be a tumor, it could be a mummified booger, or a tooth. He's like, let's hope it's a tumor. <laughs> That's disgusting. He gets like prairie surgery. Like, okay, bite on this bullet and shove one up your nose. <laughs> the tooth had been knocked out of his mouth when he fell from the third floor of a mall at the age of 10 and had somehow managed to root and grow in his nose. The real story is he fell three stories <laughs> at a mall and lived. Yes. There's so many more questions like, how? Why? Have they caught the man in the mask? <laughs> how, does, how does, like, you fell so hard it knocked a tooth into your nose? <laughs> so apparently he fell and it went missing. Yeah. But it got lodged so far back and continued to grow. I think it got knocked out. He swallowed it and, like, hawked it up. Oh, gotcha. Dr. Gyo Longmai at the 4th Affiliated Hospital of Harbin Medical University, which is a horrible name. It's like, we're not a real hospital. We're an affiliate hospital. The 4th Affiliated. <laughs> we're 4th String Hospital. What kind of insurance you have? Blue Cross? 4th Affiliate. <laughs> that doctor said because the tooth was Mr. Zhang's, his nose had not rejected it as a foreign object. The tooth, which measured one centimeter, was removed from Mr. Zhang's nose during a 30-minute surgery last week. He is now said to be recovering well. That's so crazy that, like, I could take his tooth and put it in my arm. Yeah, but what about, like, a finger, right? Like, if you cut your finger off, could you put it in your mouth and then it would just grow? <laughs> you stick it up your nose. Man, he's got a mouth full of hands. <laughs> <laughs> Having a tooth growing in your nose is considered to be rare, with less than 0.1% of the population likely to be affected. I like how they had to tell us it's rare. Yeah, right? <laughs> Known professionally as intranasal retained tooth, it can also be caused by physical damage to the face or development problems or developmental problems. There have been 23 recorded incidents of the odd condition recorded in medical journals between 1959 and 2008. Experts have claimed. I like how they claim. They claim there's been, there's been documented cases. <laughs> I swear I did my research. <laughs> swear. So what do you think about this? I think, A, it's amazing he lived this through this fall. Yeah. And that it knocked it up. I mean, that's 20 years. I mean, he's 30 years old. I think any time I had any health problem, I would immediately start with, do you think it's from when I fell off the yeah, third right? story of the mall? Yeah, I'm going to think that every time I go to the doctor now. Can you check my nose for teeth? <laughs> Who does the surgery? Does a dentist do the surgery? Because, like, your doctor won't really deal with your teeth, and your dentist no, I bet the, won't yes, deal with I bet nose. A, uh, a surgeon went in and did it, All right. right? Ear, nose, and teeth guy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Every time he snorts cocaine, he's really just rubbing on his gums. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> All right. Well, I'm glad he got it out, man. There, and there is a picture of the actual tooth that they removed, and we'll post it. It is like full-on decayed tooth. Yeah. It's yeah. got a crown on it. <laughs> it's got the gold filling. <laughs> he's like, how are you going to pay for this surgery? Hold on. Get the, get the tooth out. There's some gold on it. <laughs> I'm always amazed when you hear how much like a gold tooth is worth. Uh, like nothing. Yeah. 
Oh, really? Yeah, there's not much actual, like, usable gold Oh, in man. There. I know, it's food grade. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> all my fillings are pyrite. It's fool's gold. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine? Like, all right, we got a couple price options. We can do gold. We can do uh, the normal, just silver filling. Or if you want to go with your insurance... Fool's goal. <laughs> Fool's goal for sure. <laughs> for sure. So we'll post a picture of the tooth so you can, can check just, it out. I can just take your copay, wad it up, and stick it in there. <laughs> yeah, so we'll post a picture of the tooth, and you can check it out if you would like. And uh, glad this guy has uh, gotten it sorted out, man. I know. Now he can stop and smell the roses. Ah, nice. Nice. As opposed to chewing on the roses. <laughs> yes, like a goat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I like it. And now, it's time for Strange Stories from the Time Capsule with Dr. Henry. Over 80% of Nevada is owned by the government. Weird News Stories, pod duh. This story comes from usatoday.com. That's a news source more reliable than a fur coat you bought at the fundraiser benefiting a no-kill animal shelter. (laughs) What happens if it's the fur from the animals that just naturally died at the no-kill shelter? Uh, no, does anyone want that fur coat? (laughs) Like, (laughs) I I don't know why you would want any fur coat, but... (laughs) Would you, okay, would you rather have... The fur coat of the animal that died of, like, feline AIDS or the one that was shot in the head? Probably the feline AIDS. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so this is a pretty cool story, and it's been going around on a bunch of different news sites. And it goes, a shelter cat freed his feline friends, so he got put in solitary and won't stop busting out. Yeah, I like it. Quilty just wants cat freedom for himself. Quilty wants a new name. And for his cat friends. A mischievous and clever feline living in a Houston animal shelter has garnered viral attention in recent weeks for his crafty escapes and cunning jailbreaks of other cats in the shelter, staff says. Before he was in the shelter, he was a Navy SEAL. He's yeah. like, no cats left behind! <laughs> in his nine lives, he's been a spy, a locksmith, a serial killer, and he cut keys at the Home Depot. <laughs> he gets out, music from The Great Escape starts playing behind him. It started in October when the Friends for Life Animal Shelter posted photos of Quilty on Facebook. Quilty will not be contained, and he has no shame. Because those are pictures of him, like, eating cheeseburgers in his underwear (laughs) on the couch. Quilty loves to let cats out of the senior room repeatedly several times a day, the shelter wrote. The picture showed the cat staring longily behind a glass door. The new Quilty-proofed room was equipped with a broom near the threshold tied with a string to the door handle to prevent it from opening all the way. Have these people not heard of, like, the little hook <laughs> that you put in? The, you know, the little hook that goes in the, the hole? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be a better way than this Rube Goldberg broom <laughs> they have. So this cat is... They put him in there, and he just keeps breaking all the older cats out, right? Yep, but and, then opening the door, and they go to the main room. Yeah, yeah. They and get I, yard time. <laughs> There's a picture of Quilty just sitting in front of the glass door, just staring out, obviously creating distraction <laughs> as the other 13 cats go out the back door. <laughs> <laughs> 
Jennifer Hopkins, communications lead for the shelter, told USA Today that the problems began when one morning shelter staff came in to find all the cats from the senior room out of their home. Then it happened the next day and again a third time. This reminds me of a story we did in episode 17 where the seniors escaped the home and went to a metal show. Yeah. Except this is a cat version. Yeah, this cat is like the Harriet Tubman of cats. <laughs> got, got, the, got the no-kill shelter railroad going. <laughs> Staff knew the cat's escape couldn't be blamed only on a door accidentally left ajar, so they looked at footage from a webcam in the room to crack the case. That's when they spotted the mischievous culprit. Why do they have a webcam in the cat room? I don't know. To make sure people aren't making fur coats out of the cats. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Cruella DeVille. Keep Cruella DeVille out. That was dogs. That was Dalmatians. Quilty was jumping up and using his chunky body weight Ouch. to pull down the lever. Way to body lever. shame the cat. I know. That was a little much. That a little, was, little low. Uh, but they're, you're saying it's a positive thing. Uh, <laughs> uh, but they didn't even say it was chunky. This was yeah. large frame. Yeah. Plus size frame. His, his right? indoor body. <laughs> Curvy. Quilty had learned how to work a door. He <laughs> learned to work a door? He's like, yeah, it's a $5 cover. <laughs> He's got the little thing. He's clicking off people while they walk in. I would love that like, they didn't know that the cats were gone for like three days. They just have like the pillows under the blankets. With the fake head. <laughs> With the fake paper mache head. <laughs> Birdman Alcatraz. <laughs> the senior room Quilty was in is meant for older and chill cats that aren't too energetic, Hopkins said. Chill cat? It's the shelter and chill room? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so essentially, they're the cats that have been there the longest, right? Yeah. It's the green mile of, <laughs> of the shelter. Because they're just, they're not going to get adopted out, right? Because they're so old? Yeah. Yeah. Quilty, however, did not have any chill, we found out, she added. That, that guy's got ice in his veins. Yeah, this cat is the El Chapo of, <laughs> he's digging, he's digging tunnels. <laughs> Staff tried the broom and string method in the Facebook photos to put an end to the escapes, but Hopkins said the shelter is open and that approach proved not the best for the many people coming and going from the room. So Quilty was taken to solitary for a few days. Put him, put him in the hole! Put him in the hole. A spacious kennel in the lobby while child locks were installed. Yeah, I love how that... Yeah, we're just going to put him around people. That's our solitary confinement. Yeah. He comes out, he's all ripped, he's got a six-pack. <laughs> he's been in there for nine months, he's talking to himself. <laughs> he's got little scratches for how many days? <laughs> yeah, how does that work when you're in cat prison? Do they file your claws down? I mean, essentially, that's like... Ten shanks. Ten shanks. <laughs> he was very displeased, Hopkins said, of Quilty's time in the kennel. After a few days, Quilty returned to the senior room, but needed time in an integration kennel to reacquaint himself with the other cats. That's crazy that, like, after a few days, he's like, no, no, I can't hang with you guys anymore. Yeah. Got a taste of the outside. I don't even know know who you are anymore. (laughs) Not surprisingly, Quilty broke out again. He took note of how the latch worked on the tower kennel structure and busted himself out. Once he was fully integrated back into the room, now equipped with a child lock, Quilty continued to act up. He would barricade himself by the door and paw at it, Hopkins said. That's crazy. That's like when, when inmates flood their cells. And, like, he's acting like... They like, link arms like they're, they're, it's like a, to take on the riot, the riot squad. He's going to start the MS-13 of cats. <laughs> 
The cat also managed to escape about five times a day, following people out as the door closed and forcing shelter staff to perp walk him back. They did put one of those tile trackers on its on its collar. Yeah. We did a story a couple weeks ago in Brazil. An inmate tried to escape by dressing up as his daughter who yeah. was visiting him and walking out the front door. I would love for <laughs> the cat's like puts on pants <laughs> like a Trump 2020 shirt and a MAGA hat just sort of saunters out. <laughs> no, no, no. That's a, that's a different cat. <laughs> Throughout the entire process, Friends for Life detailed Quilty's shenanigans. Videos showed him pawing at doors, flopping out on the ground, and peering through glass of his confines. I like how we're watching him just in jail. I w- would you watch it like a human jail uh, webcam? Yeah, probably. I probably would too. <laughs> Quilty has a history of escaping, Hopkins said. He first came to the shelter as a kitten in 2012 when his first owner couldn't care for the litter. Wow, he's been there for seven years. No, he hasn't because Quil- Quilty was in a closet along with his siblings and he did it. He did manage to break free as just a day's old kitten. So the domestic short hair named after a character in Vladimir N- Nabokov's Lolita found a home quickly back then. So he got adopted uh, out of the out of this particular shelter when he was a kid. But a few months ago, his owner was moving and couldn't bring him along. A heartbreaking separation, Hopkins said. Aw. Oh, it's the pound-to-prison pipeline. <laughs> <laughs> He's a nine-lifer. <laughs> Friends for Life is a no-kill shelter. But they're killing it on social media. <laughs> <laughs> they get a wide range of personalities. We get the weirdos, Hopkins put it. While they've had had cranky escape inclined cats before none of them drew as much online love as quilty the original facebook post featuring quilty has been shared thousands of times and the shelter began selling hashtag free quilty merchandise to fundraise luckily for quilty a adoption might come in the not so distant future hopkins said since last saturday quilty has been on a sleepover no a trial period for potential adopters to take an animal in for about a week to see how they get along and adapt in the new environment so we've fostered cats before from, uh-huh. from the shelter where they stay with us and then they go to people's places for sleepovers oh really yeah it's a pain in the butt to foster the cat or well, to arrange sleepovers? Cause that, well, then they're like, the shelter's like, hey, we got this person who wants to check out the cat. Now I got to drive the cat to the shelter. Gotcha. And it, it's not like I'm like, I'm free on Thursday. Gotcha. It's very, very peppy. It's very challenging. Man, geez, you get reimbursed for? Nope. So they, give, just, uh... they give you um, like food and litter. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Quilty has been doing great. Well, you should be selling some shirts or something, right? I should be, like... I should be selling the cats. <laughs> Yeah, why not? <laughs> uh, he ran away. <laughs> Quilty has been doing great, Hopkins said, and Friends for Life shared a message they received from the cat's potential adopter, too. He hasn't tried to hide at all and loves to be in the bed or on the couch snuggled up with one of us, the post reads. He hasn't shown any slickness at all yet. He is the most loving and affectionate cat I have ever met. Yeah, they haven't adopted him yet. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're trying to get the, the El Chapo cat, right? They want the cat to, like, be break out. The, yeah. You want the internet cat. Yeah, right? Like, then they can, like, train it to, like, be a jewel thief. And, like, all right, here, like, drop it off in this jewelry store. It's like the cat uses a little claw to slit your pocket and <laughs> yeah, your wallet totally. falls out. I want a criminal cat. Quilty has also taken to belly rubs a show of affection he hated while at Friends for Life, Hopkins said. Yeah, I can see why he would hate that, you know? Yeah. It's like the shower, you know, the shower scenes at jail, right? Yeah, no, like, you don't want the prison guard rubbing your belly. No. <laughs> <laughs> he has a soap on a rope around, <laughs> around his neck. <laughs> 
The shelter has also seen an outpouring of support and donations since Quilty's antics started going viral. People have been sharing positive messages and thanking Friends for Life for sharing the cat story, Hopkins said. And while Quilty has been an entertaining resident for a few months, Hopkins says the shelter is ready for him to find a forever home. <laughs> get, get out. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> we're tired of this cat. We're going to be super pleased that we're not going to have to cat wrangle in the morning, she joked. Uh, you want you want your cat wrangling in the morning. You don't want that at 5 p.m. You're trying to get out of there and you got to track a cat down. I don't know what's wrong with all the cats just hanging out together, right? Yeah. What's wrong with that? There used to be a place in North Seattle where it was like a cat room. Uh, and you go and hung out with the cats and then you maybe adopted one. Are cats more territorial than dogs are? I feel like dogs hang out all the time together. No, I think cats might be more territorial. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, what do we think of this? I like that this cat's got a little, little uh, pep in its step. Yeah. I like that he's just like, damn the man. You can't keep me down. Yeah. Like, you think you can lock me up? I'm going to free me. I'm going to free all these cats. I'm going to free me. I'm going to free this cat, this cat. I'm going to free Mumia. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. <laughs> the cat's like on Facebook. He's like, I've already adopted 70 of these cats <laughs> out. I've already found forever homes for all of these cats. I don't know. What are you guys doing? <laughs> Get with it. Come on. <laughs> and we will post a video of the cat quilty uh, freeing the other cats. It's pretty awesome. Yep. I like it. It's the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. That's it for today's episode, folks. Want to thank you so much for listening to the first episode of 2020. Yes. And you got, what, 52 more to go. You know it. And if you want to listen to more, we have bonus episodes on the Patreon. Yeah, P-Town. You know what? You can subscribe on our Patreon, and it's as little as $2 a month, and you get bonus episodes and all sorts of weird-ass, odd-and-off-beat content. <laughs> <laughs> I might even send you a sample of my poo. <laughs> 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 or just send them the poo kit and let yeah. them sample their uh, own poo. Okay, all right. That's, that's not as odd. Uh, we're going to find people see the Louis Fox show this week. Uh, this week, I'm going to be in Salem uh, doing a, a showcase thing for a conference. Salem, but, Massachusetts? Uh, I Salem, wish. Oregon. Salem, or- Oregon. Yeah. Okay. So if you're down there on the 9th, 10th, or 11th, or 12th, shoot me a note. We'll have coffee. Nice. Where can they catch the Matt Baker? I am going to be on the Vision of the Seas, Royal Caribbean, from the 8th to the 14th. So come on out. I don't know where the hell it's going. <laughs> I've stopped paying attention at this point. I like the, all the names of these ships. Like... <laughs> Vision of the seas. Like, yeah, you should be able to see the seas yeah. from a cruise ship. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I Probably out of Miami, maybe Galveston, maybe Puerto Rico. Oh. Who knows? So this Actually, one... maybe it's Australia. This goes out of Australia, I think. <laughs> I might be going to Australia. Who knows? It's one of those ones where you're like, you go to the airport in the old movies, you're like, I'll take a ticket to the next flight out of here. <laughs> Pronto. Do you know where it's going? I don't care. I want a one-way ticket out of this town. Yeah, they're running me out of town. <laughs> so you can uh, always check out our independent sites, louisfox.com, and I am comedystuntshow.com. If you want to check out our website, that's oddandoffbeat.com, and you can always send us a message at yep. info at oddandoffbeat.com. And we're on the social media. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Get on it, folks. We need your support. We want to. He- we want sweet, sweet likes. Yeah. That's what we want. <laughs> That's your marmalade? (laughs) That's my Vegemite. (laughs) So we want to thank you so much for listening, folks. We hope you have a great start of 2020 and an even weirder week. Yes. We are out. Bye. Thanks for listening and stay weird.